Good morning, everyone. We've been thinking about this man of Gadara and him being overwhelmed. So we're reading again a few verses from Mark chapter 5. A man with an unclean spirit who had his dwelling among the tombs and no man could bind him, no, not with chains, because he had been often bound with fetters and chains and the chains had been plucked asunder by him and the fetters broken in pieces. Neither could anyone tame him. And always, night and day, he was in the mountains and in the tombs, crying and cutting himself with stones. But when he saw Jesus afar off, he ran and worshipped him. They saw him, that is, those people of his neighbourhood, they saw him that was possessed, sitting and clothed and in his right mind. So we've been considering this man of Gadara who was overwhelmed and I'd like to take another closer look. Right, so here's the picture I'd like to paint for you. Because Jesus is God manifest in flesh, he was and is omniscient, that is all-knowing, and therefore had perfect foreknowledge. He knew everything about this man of Gadara. He knew his helpless and totally hopeless condition. The man was possessed with a legion of evil spirits. A legion in the Roman army at that time was between five and six thousand men. Think of that. And this man was possessed by a legion of unclean spirits. And the amazing and incredibly wonderful thing is this, that Jesus loved that helpless soul. Just like he loves you, dear listener, today, and went deliberately and purposefully to meet him and to emancipate him from that tyrannical, demonic possession. The Lord Jesus took that journey across the sea, knowing full well what would happen. He knew that the ship and the disciples would be overwhelmed in the midst of the sea while he was asleep on a pillow no doubt weary, but in perfect peace and rest. He also knew exactly what he would do when they woke him from his sleep. That tumultuous and seemingly life-threatening journey had several aspects and reasons, of course, that we might consider. Number one, the devil, whose demons were possessing that man, destroying his life and the lives of those around him, made a determined effort by means of that storm to frustrate the Saviour's plans to deliver him, disembody those demons and dispossess them of their control of that man. Secondly, the disciples needed their faith to be quickened and their understanding to be deepened concerning the greatness and glorious power of the person of the Lord Jesus. Thirdly, the physical elements that had lent themselves to be used by the devil in this wicked attempt to send the ship and its occupants to the bottom of the sea needed to hear and feel the omnipotent, that is the all-powerful voice of him who had originally called them into being at creation. <coughs> <coughs> Excuse me. 
But what is so precious, the more I think about it, is the amazing fact that the Lord Jesus was prepared to take that journey specifically to liberate a desperately needy soul and to render powerless those evil spirits that had robbed him of life, peace and everything of worth and value. And might I say, to evangelise that whole region through the personal testimony of this man who'd experienced such amazing salvation and blessing in his own life. As an aside, can I remind you, dear fellow believers, that even though your family, friends, neighbours and associates might not listen to you preaching, your own personal testimony of the grace of God in your life is a most powerful tool in making Christ known. And even though they may argue about the claims of the gospel, your personal experience and testimony is something that cannot be gainsaid. You remember that the blind man who had been healed by the Lord Jesus, those Pharisees and Sadducees were arguing about who Jesus was, and he said, one thing I know, that once I was blind, but now I can see. And that couldn't be gainsaid. But how absolutely amazing it is, dear unsaved listener, that Jesus has taken a journey, so to say, by means of these little messages, perhaps, that I'm privileged to send out, in order to reach you in all your specific need, your vital need of him. And he will meet that need and deliver you, if only you hear his voice in them and allow him to bless you. So it seems increasingly clear to me that the purpose of the Lord Jesus taking that journey across the sea was to meet and deliver that man from the power and possession of satanic influence and, and demonic control in his life. It rather reminds me of John's Gospel, chapter 4, where it says that Jesus needed to go through Samaria. And why did he need to go that way? It was to meet a woman who had a great need. She was an immoral woman who had had five husbands and was cohabiting with a man who wasn't her husband. But the point is this, that the Lord Jesus took a journey specifically to meet and deliver that dear woman and to give her that fountain of living water of eternal life. And again, through her own personal testimony, to bring the whole city to come and to meet and to hear the Saviour of the world. She went back into the town, you'll remember, and she said, Come see a man that told, told me all things that ever I did. Is not this the Christ? Personal testimony, the power and influence that it can carry. How often do we tell people about our Lord and about how he has met us in our need and how he has touched our lives and how he has changed us and set us on the road to heaven and home. So please understand this. I'm not suggesting that any or all of you or any of you are demon-possessed or grossly immoral. Not at all. But simply that the Lord Jesus loves you. 
and wants to be your Saviour. He wants to be your Lord. He wants to be your friend. And can I say that I believe he is coming to you yet again today through this message. Will you hear him? Will you listen? And will you also perhaps understand this in a very little small small way, what Jesus means to me? I think you know that by the things that I've said over the last lots of months through these messages. He means everything to me. He's my Lord. He's my Saviour. He's my God. He is the one who's going to take me one day to heaven, not because I'm worthy of it, but because he died for me. And he's set me free from the consequences of my sins. He's brought forgiveness and salvation and blessing. And he is my Lord, my Saviour, my friend. And one day I'm going to be with him in the place that he has prepared for all those that will believe on him. In my Father's house he could say, are many abiding places, many mansions. If it were not so, I would have told you. I go to prepare a place for you that where I am, There you may be also. God bless his word to you today.